Welcome to the podcast today. It is Wednesday, June 21st. Hi, Alexandria. Hiya. 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 Uh, live from BNPI World Headquarters, just 100 yards away from, I'll say, the original Dunkin' Donuts in Toledo on Central. Yes, the my favorite place in the mornings. Can I tell you? know me well. I, I am... I am disheartened that the new Duncan at Burnham Airport is not constantly packed. Now, maybe it is um, during the morning rush hour, uh-huh. but I drive by at various times a day outside of that, and it's never busy. So I go in the mornings, and I'm, I mean, the last time I went, I was maybe five cars behind from the uh, radio thing, from the where you order. Okay. Uh, from the menu. I appreciate it though, as of right now. I mean, it's kind of, it's blended in though, because you see the entire building. And I think a lot of people don't necessarily look at the Dunkin' Donuts at the end of that building. It's possible. Yeah. Um, And I I was thinking, maybe people don't want to, um, don't want to spend at a chain. But then Mm -hmm. I thought that that neighborhood is, is kind of commercial anyway and mm-hmm. there are no local places that i can think of i mean the closest one is where i think we we go or i go occasionally like plate 21 in beverly the other direction sip and maybe i'm missing places but there are no like local spots right and I, I, I mean i like it i and i do that is kind of my new gas station because where i live um i don't have a convenient go-to for gas Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like doing that Circle K. Like on the way to work, it can be hard to get in and out of, especially now with the construction. Um, on the way home, a little bit of the same. But that that the, the Duncan gas station is is perfect for me because I can get gas and then go out the back and pop out on Burn and be on my way to Cumulus Media Toledo. I'm excited for it to be there because that's right where Thomas's job is. So anytime I'm like, if I'm taking him to work, I can swoop over there. The one thing I don't love, I mean, a lot of things that I don't love about the Dunkin' over here on Central is the minute it's busy, it's like you're waiting in, you know, the the line goes out into the road and the parking lot's really small and it's connected to that apartment complex. So people coming out of the apartment complex are always like giving you nasty glares if you're in line for Dunkin' and you're in their way and it's just a mess. And this morning there were mayflies swarming the Mm. entire building. Mayflies galore. It was inevitable. Yeah. yeah. I, I when I've, I've gone through that drive-through a couple of times. Usually, I would park and then go inside there. But yeah, I would look outside, and it would look like a um, a bread line during like the uh, 20th century depression. So when I went to France, their uh, bakery bread lines every morning are out the door. They're very long. People do not. They don't play around about their morning bread. Well, at least it's not a depression there, right? No, it's just it's just their culture. It's right. the, you know, it's how they operate. That's pretty my, cool. My culture is Dunkin' Donuts. At least on the weekends now. Um, Same. Um I I I am I, nothing should surprise me and and it usually doesn't, <laughs> but I am I am intrigued and my interest is piqued at the amount of dialogue over this submersible. So I am surprised at how nasty people are about it, if that makes any sense. Like, it's a joke to folks, and 
And I'm like, these people are about to die. Like, most likely. High probability. Or dead already. You and I are a thousand, as usual, are a thousand percent on on the same page. I know we live in an eat the rich kind of world. Mm -hmm. But I can compartmentalize. I can lack sympathy, which I do, because... It's very dangerous. You're two and a half right. miles underwater near a sunken ship and you're 300 some miles off of land. That is extremely dangerous. Um, right. you, you're aware of the risks. Conversely, it doesn't mean I have to make jokes at them and funny memes. I, exactly. I'm, I'm just really surprised at how willing people are to... I don't know. Give Crack their opinion. Jokes. Yeah. And publicly. It just, right. it's so distasteful to me. And I agree with you. I don't have as much sympathy. I mean, it kind of is what it is. If there was an airplane that crashed into the Atlantic and there was a probability that everybody in the airplane was still alive, there would be the same type of coverage. And I feel like people are criticizing the amount of coverage that it's getting and that. We never gave this many resources to, you know, missing women and immigrants and, you know, all these resources being given to the rich and they went in willingly knowing what they were getting themselves into. I yes, they did, you know, but if there was an opportunity, if there was a chance that a plane went down and there were people that were still alive, I think that there were the same amount of resources would be placed in that Malaysian seven 747 max or whatever the planes that you know whatever the those planes are called anyway um i I don't know i'm a little i'm not gonna lie i some of it i did laugh at like the titan like the i think i sent you one where it was the final scene in titanic when rose finally died and met all the other passengers that died and they were like you know these are the people in the titan I just, (laughs) I don't know. I don't love it. I'm just shocked at so many. I mean, some of the amount of things that people are doing, they're like making poetry to it and reciting it, somehow connecting it to slavery and joining the slave ships that that sank and, and, and ending your life in a dark place because you have a dark heart because somehow we automatically know everything about these people that are on these ships that are on the Titan. Like we don't know anything about these people. And we're assuming there's some greedy rich person that just wasted all their money. And it could be a rich person that just wasted a lot of money and lost their life, but they could also be just as generous. They can be kind and good. And I, I, I just, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? We must be bored. There is not a lot of world news going on. I suppose, Um, of interest and you're talking about one of the biggest stories no pun intended of the 20th century like obviously a movie was made out of it which you know in a lot of ways is still the biggest movie in history so there's Mm -hmm. a lot of um mysticism and mystery and and romanticism with this also it's not something that you usually hear uh, there are a handful yeah. of people in like the only time you come across a very small submersible with people in it is when you're watching some kind of movie like that. So there are quirky parts of the story and yeah, it's a it's slow news day. Um, but I, I agree with you. You have no idea just because somebody is rich doesn't mean that they're not a philanthropic, generous person, but that also, but on the other side of my mouth, 
I don't have sympathy for you doing this. I know I see right. the, the latest things people are saying. The guy that created this, like, is not about safety or anything. I don't care if you told me <laughs> this was the safest thing on earth. In fact, didn't they say you couldn't sing? The Titanic would not sink. They did. They sure did say it was like unsinkable. You could tell me every Arrogant. safety every safety precaution was in place for this. And you know what? I'm not getting in that thing going two miles underneath the surface of the ocean. Absolutely not. Because I have I have seen open water. I have seen the Jaws movie where the shark barrels through the, the underwater restaurant. <laughs> I have seen the last scene of Perfect Storm where that boat is perpendicular to where it should be. And I have seen Deep Blue Sea, which is one of the great sea movie, underrated sea movies of all time, where the shark comes up. Deep Blue and Sea is fantastic. LL Cool J, the parrot, yes. Samuel yes. L. Jackson getting eaten by, like out of the water. The scene where the shark pummels its way through there and then grabs the Stellan Skarsgård character and is dragging him around in his mouth underwater. <laughs> I don't mess with water that that's, that's that deep. No way. I am terrified. I think as I get older, if young me would have jumped right in the water, young me swam in the ocean, like not too far from like literal dolphins that were just swimming and jumping around. And I was like, oh, how cool. Let's see if I can touch one. Adult me is like, nope, I will go as far as I can where I'm sitting in the water and it comes up to my waist. I will not go any. And even that is super scary to me. Um, but I, I just, yeah, you're right. It's a slow news day, but nothing is more dangerous than the Internet and public opinion. Amanda Bynes is in jail again. And. Uh, it, it's just people and I said this a long time ago when we talked about conspiracies and I would be I think I forget who was on the show with us at that time but somebody was disagreeing with me but I'm like you know we get bored and we like to make up shit scenarios in our head we just do life isn't that interesting there was a mistake that was made the oceans are not going against white folks now because of <laughs> all the dead black people at the bottom of the oceans like the orcas are not attacking human beings because they're they're tired of their oceans dying i mean they probably are like participating in dangerous behavior but like life is not that interesting something went wrong and mind you i do find all the coverage very fascinating because i find the ocean to be fascinating i yeah. really do like to learn about the new animals that they're finding the new depths of the ocean that we're discovering things that are happening. I do love to hear about that. I find it fascinating that we know more about space than we do about the deep yeah. uh, ocean. All of that is incredibly fascinating, which would mean I would never get into that Titan over my dead body. Would you find me paying that amount of money to get into that, to go look at the Titanic when I'm literally going to be looking at everything that I could find online at Google? You like. couldn't pay, you couldn't pay <laughs> me that money to get in that thing. No way. No, I, neither I, of us. <laughs> I forgot what you what you I had forgotten the the note that you said that we know more about space than the ocean. And the ocean is what, what it's like 75 water, 75 80% of of earth. So there's that that mystery of it that we do know And so we've little. only discovered 20% of that. Right. So of all the oceans, we only know 20% of all of the ocean not not a not a single chance i will stay up here on <laughs> on dry land 
Same. Um, and I will, <laughs> I will maybe have a smirk at some of these memes or whatever, and they will, they will not get sympathy from me because it was a, a risky, a risky decision. In the same way that, like, if somehow I want a trip to go to space and the damn thing exploded, um, you can go. I told him so. Like we've seen enough horrific space incidents. Um, ships blowing Correct. up like the, I, I'll never forget the challenger when I was like six or seven years old and you if that ship blew up that I went on you can look up in the sky or you can look to, to Bethany next to you and go I told him not to do it so I would be more likely to go up into space than I would to get on one of those Elon Musk Jeff Bezos like floating penises that they had sending up to the edge of space I would never get on that but I would get on like a spaceship and go up into space had I had the opportunity because that's supported by NASA. That's like those are more tried and true than the edge of space um, excursions that are popping up that people are going on. And so I would never do that. And I, and I would never get in something like the Titan and go down into the ocean. I don't even think I would get into a submarine. I find the ocean to be incredibly scary. I think space is scary, too. But if I had to pick which one I would do, I would go up into space Same. and not into the ocean. <laughs> Same. Of, of the three things that could be really scary, mm-hmm. my list in what I would do first is space, um, like jumping out of a plane kind of stuff, and then water. And if I could make yes. if I could make deep water like a hundredth on my list, I, I would go in the in the jungle with all the insects that I find mm-hmm. icky. Uh, mm-hmm. I would go there before I would go into the mystery of the deep water. Like um if i so if i had my way when we pa- when we humans pass away we learn about all the secrets of all things i would like to learn all about space when my time or not space the ocean when my time comes i'm fascinated by it but i will never right. <laughs> do any of that stuff any of that stuff although i will get on a cruise which is risky for me but that's like a floating city that's true um a Perrysburg thing, which you're about to depart, and this wouldn't affect you because you're your township anyway, and I think it's prob- it's only for homeowners, I guess. So mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna put this levy on the ballot in um in, in November because Perrysburg is growing so rapidly, they have to fix up some schools. Yes, add they to are. them. I don't know if they're gonna build a new one, but mm-hmm. and we're the wrong ones to discuss this, but I'm just throwing it out as a thought. What happens if it gets voted down? Like, you can't vote it down. Like you're, where's your kid going to go to school? I, I mean, the, the, I think the dynamics of the classrooms are going to have to change. The, the schools are going to have tighter budgets. They're going to have more restrictions for their students. It's, you know, the positives of people coming out to Perrysburg for, like, the school system, the teacher-to-student ratio, the quality, all of that's going to go down. I mean, the result is it's all going to go down. So I feel like there's going to be lots of people that are going to automatically see an increase and they're like, oh, he's trying to get out of my pockets. No, 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 no. Even though they have a five-year-old like right next to them <laughs> that's going to be actively participating in the school system. But I mean, the, it's just going to affect what the classrooms. I, that's unfortunate that it almost has to get voted in because it. I have seen the growth of Perrysburg and it's if you want to continue to brag about your school system, if you want to continue to brag about your community, then you're going to have to like participate in this increase. Goes back to my very crude thought when uh, 
the traffic cameras are a big discussion. And by the way, I just saw some... uh, My dad keeps getting tickets from them back home. Um, (laughs) Slow down, Barry. Jesus. And uh, the the data says that that speeding (laughs) and other incidents have come down drastically. There have been no deaths on this this one, basically a dragway called Roosevelt Boulevard back home. I, I, I've i all... Like the trail? A wi- little bit, yeah. Wider than the trail. More lanes, but similar, yeah. Um, I've always thought, you live here, you pay for it. You live in Perrysburg, and school is not free. Public school right. is not free. It's part of taxes. Now, you can question how and why and where um, leadership spends. And I guess you can ask to see um, the books, whether you get shown is, an, is another story. But yeah, I, I'm really fascinated to see the dialogue of this and whether there's mm-hmm. Perrysburg parental pushback um, or they, they pass this thing at like 87%. I hope they do. I mean, it's just necessary. Anybody that lives in Perrysburg and even in the township where we are, can tell you how much the city has grown based on the increase in people coming into our grocery stores, the increase in traffic to and all of the eating spots, the new eating spots that are popping up, like the amount of time it takes you to get from one place to the other, you know, all of the subdivisions that are coming in, all of the homes, all the apartment complexes that are coming in and like the mid-level townhomes and things like that. So I feel like you would kind of be a little silly if you didn't it just makes sense. This might be the one addition to taxes that is like, okay, we really do need to pass this. This is an increase that makes sense. If I remember the math right, it's about $500 a year. They they did the math based on homes in Perrysburg, quarter of a million dollars. And if I recall the math, it was around like $480 a, a year. Is your kid's education worth that? I mean, that's what people have to answer. Yeah, and I think for some people that don't have any kids, like I could understand why that's frustrating, but and and kind of none of your business. But I think the number of families outweigh the number. Oh yeah, of, the amount of families in Perrysburg is insane because that was that that was that ideal place. We are going to move to Perrysburg. We live in Perrysburg. We'll pay up, Perrysburg and, people. And you know. I mean, you should know what you're getting into. Um, right. And that that's applicable to any... Like, I'm paying for um, kids to go to TPS. I do not have kids. Now, there's probably other ways I can look around and see that, like, I'm being subsidized. But everybody, everybody chips into the pot in a lot of ways. Um, yeah. When are you moving? Like, when's the move date? I have no... I don't have one. Um, so, I... Um, the seller has technically their seller is supposed to be out by the 12th of July. Um, they don't think they're going to need that much time. And so they're basically going to send me a text when they're ready to meet, to pick up keys or when they're ready to leave the keys and we go do what we need to do. Um, so I, I'm not sure. I mean, it could be any time between now and the 12th. Well, Keep me updated as you can um, so mm-hmm. we can uh, assist with any moving, although it doesn't sound like you're going to have much. I don't know. I don't think so. So I have been, I've now started my literal every day. Every day I am doing something related to our moves. So this last weekend, I spent the bulk of the weekend um, getting all of my clothes and shoes that I wanted to get out of the home for donation, getting all the stuff that was going to be out of the home to be tossed out in the bedroom only. And 
than arranging everything so that it's an easy, like, okay, we just need to get this together. And, you know, I need to pack the closet so I can move. And my like ghetto garment bags are trash bags. And I'm losing you. I'm losing you. I'm losing you. Welcome yeah, back. Can you hear? Your ghetto yeah, garment bags. My ghetto garment bags are, yeah, I got a phone call that came through, are ready to go. So um, that should be easy. I don't need a moving truck for that. I could put all of those garment bags into my car and take them over. Like I, I could essentially pack up my entire bedroom minus my bed in my car and take it over on my own. And I think a lot of the move is going to be done in that way, like little stuff, little trips here and there. Um, I'm moving on to the bathroom and getting everything in the bathroom that isn't being used on a daily basis and putting it in a box and getting it out to the garage. I bought myself like this wagon, so I'm able to do all of it on my own. I mean, I have trouble with energy and lifting and moving things around. And so the wagon has been really helpful because I can put it on the wagon and drag it out to either the garage to store for move day or whenever that is, or to the trash. Well, let us know if any of uh, any of the group can help you out. I don't think so. I mean, I really think the only thing is my couch needs to go to the dumpster. So my couch needs to go out of the back door and into the dumpster. And my couch is gross. And I don't want, you know what I mean? I'm like, ugh. Thomas and I might be able to do that ourselves since we actually moved the couch into that room on our own. We didn't have any help for that either, so. Or if you need something with wheels, uh, like some trays to put stuff on, we could probably find that for you. Yeah, yeah. I was um, There was some things that I was looking at online, but I think the wagon's been pretty helpful so far. So I'm just trying to do it little by little every day. So when the day comes, I have either moved the bulk of it on my own or between Thomas and I, or I have organized it to the point where whoever is helping me, probably my brother because he has a pickup truck. I don't even think we need a moving truck <laughs> like in this case. So probably my brother can pull right up to the garage, load the truck up, take two loads over and we're done. Well, let us know and we will be there. Thank you. I'm getting excited. Now I'm actually a little, I'm, I transitioned from being excited to being not, I'm not anxious. I'm eager. I want to get in there. Like I want to get the keys. I want to get into this place. I'm ready. Like I'm, I'm just ready. Um, let me ask you an important question, which I've held off on asking you. Yeah. Have you watched Extraction 2 yet? I did. I didn't enjoy it. I actually <laughs> fell asleep um, because it is, it, there was nothing entertaining. It's just an action movie. Yeah. For me, I need more than just action. I need some entertainment. And um, Chris Helmsworth is not enough of an in human being to be in, to just naturally entertain me and it's it i'm bored i was so bored I, I literally went to sleep yeah it was the same note for most of it so i didn't i didn't love it and i actually wanted them him to stop shooting things so i could get a break and there'd be a little dialogue and see the story <laughs> at least we got the surprise of of idris elba being in it yeah also well, when i saw that i couldn't remember if he was in the original i said was he in the original one i don't think so i don't remember have you dug into Black Mirror? No, we have not. Thomas wanted to watch some anime show last night, so I ended up watching that until it was time to put on Live PD and go to sleep. Or, sorry, on Patrol Live. So you can watch Officer McClendon. Does, does Thomas watch that with you? Oh, yeah, we watch it together. We enjoy it. Um, no, Officer McClendon wasn't on last night. Mm. It was some other TPD officers. 
Um, one last thing, unless you have anything else, did you uh, did you see? Did you watch the Dahmer show? You didn't, did you? I did. You did. Yeah, I watched. I binged that. How many of the American Horror Story seasons did you watch? I've watched almost all of them except maybe the last two. Okay. Uh, I have no idea how he's going to make it to Disney. Is that what I we're know? At? Have no idea what he what Disney wants with a Ryan Murphy because he is dark and horny. Um, so is, is Disney gonna, is Ryan Murphy going to get Disney-fied or is Disney going to get Ryan Murphy'd? And it's probably going to be somewhere in the middle. Although I would love to see like him do some dark documentary about like Cruella DeVille or something. So I loved, I saw that theory that you shared and I actually really loved it. And I think they should go in that direction if they're doing like the origin stories of the villains and all of that. I just, I'm a little bummed to see that because I feel like Ryan Murphy does not align with Disney. Yeah. Like at all. So yeah. this isn't, so the those of us that are fans of his work, which I very much am, I feel like it's going to get diluted a little bit. Like, I feel like it's going to get, you're right, like Disney-fied. And I don't know if I want that. Yeah, we'll see the quality of his ability to make a TV show. Um, Because when things come to Disney, they have to compromise uh, a little bit. Um, And that that goes for all of the genres that they, all the genres and play boxes and the, all the genres and IP and brands that they have, so. Right, I mean, I would love to see Disney, like, get into some, like, spooky stuff. So maybe we can get some, like, you know, some of that to come out. But I just don't. I'm, I'm like, what are you going to put a show on Disney Plus that's got like sex? Uh, the Disney version of Ted Kaczynski and the Unabomber since he just died. <laughs> did he? He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm. Um, anything else you want to wrap up with today? We can keep, we can keep it tidy. No, I don't think so. I was listening. So I caught up on some pods yesterday and luckily you cleaned it up. But I was getting ready to go in on you and Bethany for criticizing the area meteorologist for the pop-up tornado that happened like pop-up storms are just that they pop up they are not predictable beyond like an hour there did you read the the, uh, piece from ross ellett and i guess it might have been ryan weekman or maybe chris vickers that wrote it up on tol uh ross scientifically and technically explained how it happened how it kind of formed it broke up and then it 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 re it reformed. I mean, it was a freak thing. Um, nine, we got nine tornadoes out of that system. That little pop up system that hadn't been on our radar except for I think I had gotten alerts at like four that there was a pop up storm coming, and then the ter- got the alerts the same time as everybody else for the tornado, which was unfortunately too late. But that yeah. was a that's a product of the system you know who might be a good person to come on and talk about i know you know who i'm gonna say who would be a good person to kimberly come on kimberly newman yes kimberly newman could probably provide i will never forget like how horrible she was treated by viewers because she had to um go live because there was a tornado in monroe a couple years ago um i i really i remember that because i was specifically 
cleaning up my house and getting everything together in case there was a tornado that hit. At this point, we knew that there was possibility for hours. So I got the dog's crates together and put them in the bathroom and all of that stuff. And I remember watching her. I was home alone. Thomas was at work. And I remember watching her and she got into so much trouble because she had to, you know, people are like, it's all the way in Monroe. What do we care? I'm like, you guys forget that Monroe and Sandusky are still our viewing area for the news. So even though it's not, the tornado's not hitting where you're at in Maumee, it's still hitting where your your coworkers might be at in Temperance and in Monroe or over in like Port Clinton. People were being selfish? Really? <laughs> it's just, you know, I- it would be a really good opportunity for her to share what it's like from the other perspective and how unpredictable weather is so in general yeah yeah and we we got the worst of it last week um thankfully i just read about um one person one lady got like whacked on the head pretty good um and it it seemed a little little dramatic but Mm. hopefully she'll be okay but i didn't read of any Injuries, like if there is no. a, a mm-hmm. good part of this, I didn't read of, of any injuries. And it's like a tornado warning, whether it's 60 minutes out or six minutes out, you can't save your roof. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. So thankfully, mm-hmm. everybody was safe. And you also had a lot of people who were like out on the roads because they didn't, Scary. And, and those people were okay. So loss of life was limited and in, in injuries as well. I mean, property is going to get destroyed, unfortunately, whether you're there or not, whether you're there and sheltered or not. So I would hope, I hope everybody's animals got returned to them. Cause I saw a few, uh, more than one posts about animals that were missing, um, where like homes were kind of destroyed and they, and you know, and once they got their, got their wits about them, the cats were missing or the dog was missing and mm. things like that. So I hope, I hope those were all, those little guys were all reunited, those little things. They had to clean up all the medical records from ProMedica, too. Why? <laughs> anyway, you know, electronic medical records are a thing. That that's, what, that's the same thing I thought. I was like, I thought we made the transition, and I get maybe they're decades old and they've just got to keep them. But, yeah, that it's been... In, thankfully, this was devastating um, right. and surprising, but it was... It was just this small, like it didn't rip through the entire Point Place area. I mean, I know it hit Outer River Road and a couple of spots around there there real hard. But like you heard us say, this thing was like a bank robber, but a good one, like in and out real fast. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, All right. Well, I hope you have a blessed rest of your day. Uh, Tomorrow night, undisclosed. Not coming? Probably not. Bethany said... um, it's uh, business casual, and uh, I have of all the times they have that fancy gallery. I don't know. I mean, maybe because every other time I've been to this thing, it's uh, it's it's shorts and be comfortable because <laughs> so yeah, people are in there like Hawaiian shirts and stuff. I uh, I'm doing this out of the goodness of my heart. And not the goodness of my heart, but uh, to fill in for, for Dave Gerke is quite an honor. But business casual, probably not happening. Um, okay, when you end the pod, can you stay on? I got to ask you something. Um, 